Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Welcome to another episode of the HB Podcast. I'm your host, Dustin. Here with me, the beautiful boys, Phil. Hello. And Ben. Greetings. How are you all doing? Very good. Tonight. Very good. Yes, sir. Very good. Very good, Phil. Mm -hmm. Yep. You come dressed for the job. Appreciate it. Dressed for a job. Just for a job. That's for sure. Phil, you've been working a lot from what I hear. Working a lot. Working hard. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I have been. Mm -hmm. Yep. I feel Um, Doing doing good at my job, so that feels good. It's a lot of the word good, um, yeah. But it makes you want to work harder and yeah, good. Put more into it. Other than that, how are you? It's been a while. It has been a while. Summers get a little crazy. How are you um, now? How are, how are, you, how are now? you now? That's what I uh, figured out. Um, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I had a birthday in the last week. Happy birthday! Which was, was not fishing for that, Officially. but it was fun, you know. Yeah. So uh, that was good. We went to the casino and did some stuff. They did you a, win anything? Uh, so kind of, but not really. Um, Chanel did. My wife ended up leaving with more than she went with. Nice. Um, but we signed up for the VIP thing. So you get like 10 free dollars and then you get 10 free for your birthday. So we had $30 of house money that we played with. Okay. Uh, we blew through all that and then we each put like 20 bucks in a machine hmm. and, uh, I left with like five bucks and she left with like 28 or something like that. So not bad. Um, yeah, she ended up, I was up to 29. Um, but then I got cocky and I just, I thought that I could keep going. And then when you get below the, the amount that you put in, you want to keep going to try to get back up and right. that's what they got you. So I, uh, I came out a loser that time, but usually we break pretty even. We only spend a little bit, 20, 30 bucks at a time. I was at the uh, casino a couple weeks ago for, uh, a food show okay. for my business okay. and it wasn't really a food show, but that's the best thing I can think of too, mm-hmm. an analogy. Uh, and they gave us like $10 in slot credit. And I wasn't going to stay. And they gave us that. I was like, all right, I'll stay. Yeah, and then not? I ended up leaving with 30 Nice. So, so I spent their 10 and made 30 Hot damn. That's yeah. fantastic. It was great. Do either one of you play table games? I, no. I will. No. Chanel no. wants us to. But she thinks it's like the movies. And I'm like, this, this is not like the movies. Because um, I don't know what I'm doing. And in the movies, they know what they're doing. Right. right. So I don't know. I've always wanted to play Blackjack. Yeah. I... <laughs> this is funny. When GTA did the casino, I checked it out. Yeah. I was playing blackjack. Yeah. And then it was like 45 minutes went by and I'm like, I'm playing blackjack in GTA yeah. for like the last hour. Well, Yakuza has been doing that for years. I played blackjack yeah. in Yakuza quite a few times. Yeah. Uh, uh, there was a Sega Genesis casino game that was great. That there was. Blackjack it was on Super Nintendo too. Super Nintendo. I had okay, on yeah. Super Nintendo. That was a great game. I still have it. Here, I, bet you, I bet you I still have it. Here's what I do for blackjack. I will go and find the $5 tables if there are any open. Mm. Uh, a lot of times they like switch over around six o'clock. I'm, I'm talking like I'm a professional. At the, at the I've been to the casino like four times in my life, but okay. mm-hmm. I'll go and maybe five. I don't know. And find those tables or the lowest tables because I refuse to spend 20 bucks a hand on yeah, no. a, the game of blackjack in the slots i bet like 15 cents at a time right <laughs> and i only like the only reason i like playing blackjack is because i at least partially know the rules and because there's i feel like there's a little bit of skill to it 
like, yeah, you still have the matter of what card you get that you can't control that, but at least you get to make the decision of whether you're hitting or staying or right, anything. Right. But the other day when I was there, the the lowest table they had was twenty dollars. And they no, let me take that back. They had one five dollar table hidden in the back of the casino and there was a line behind it stay, wow. waiting for people to get out of the seats. So I didn't bother. But So is that $5 bet per? It's $5 it? per hand. Wow. So the others are 20 per hand. I think in my lifetime, I am up playing blackjack. Nice. But that's only because I've only played like maybe 20 hands total. Right. Yeah. Um, but I'm up overall, but certainly not. A, I'm not a gambler in general. But yeah. the other thing is I'm too cheap to actually lose much money. So yeah. if I lose like 20 bucks, I'm like, I, this isn't fun anymore. Yeah, so that's kind of what we do. They're like, we actually go, they have the Friday night crab leg buffet. Yeah. So we kind of go for the dinner aspect of it. And then we just throw like 20 bucks in a machine. And that's when the 20 bucks is gone. That's it. I mean, mm-hmm. it's what we would have spent at like a movie or something like that. So right. how much does a VIP thing cost? It's free. The VIP oh, okay. pass is free. And you yeah. get $10 your first time and 10 bucks on your birthday. Now, the way it works is basically for every, I want to say it's every 10 bucks that you spend, you get... A point and after you get above 500 points uh-huh. then you go to silver and you get more perks oh, and things like that okay. so like i was there throughout the night i think i earned about five points yeah but that's you know because you go up you go down right. so i end up spending that much um in points but i think i figured out that i would have to spend like five thousand dollars right. to get to that 500 or something and that's probably not a lot happen. for some people no no there, not yeah. for some people no um but yeah, if you do, I mean, we have friends that like they get comped like rooms and right. things like that. And hmm. uh, but you got to spend the money. But the crab leg buffet is only like 30 bucks and it's all you can eat crabs and prime rib and whatever else. I've gone to that buffet, but it was not during good food time, mm. apparently. Mm-hmm. Did you go to Mountaineer? Is that the one? We go to the Mountaineer. Oh, Mountaineer. no, I w- I'm talking about the rivers. <laughs> the rivers. Yeah, yeah. So I figured. Yeah. Yeah. Ben. So we head down. The- yeah. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> just good. We're just talking about gambling. <laughs> yeah. Well, this brings a new level of gaming. To yes. uh, our gaming podcast. Yeah. Well, it's two amateurs who don't like to lose money talking about <laughs> right. gambling. It's right. not a real entertaining conversation. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I'm no. not big on gambling, I think. But I've also never really. I mean, I last time I tried to yeah, gamble, I, I was am. poor. Yeah. Yeah. And so now that I have a little bit of money, I'm almost like, why? Why would I want to spend it on? Yeah. So for that, me, it's like yeah. it, it's like going to the arcade. Yeah. You know, yeah, I, I'm, like I'm willing, I'm willing to spend a little bit of money. Yeah. To have some fun, but mm-hmm. I certainly am not spending money right. in in the thoughts that I'm going to be a millionaire. Right. I enough. gamble way more with trading cards. I mean, yeah, buying true. a box of trading cards is gambling. Phil, that's not gambling. No, it absolutely is. No, 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 it no. absolutely no. is gambling. You buy a box of cards knowing that you're going to get an autograph in there, and you might get, you know, some AAA baseball player down in Pawtucket. You didn't listen or, to the show last week, did you? No, I didn't. You guys oh. talk about this? I talked about it a lot. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. No, I told you I didn't get a chance to yet. Yeah. I didn't Dang get a chance. Like, I'm still a couple weeks behind. We shit on you last we week. We did. <laughs> did you now? <laughs> yeah. You might want to listen to that. <sighs> wow. So there you okay. go. Okay. It wasn't brutal. Pitter patter. Pitter patter. What'd you talk about? What'd you, what'd list- um, oh, no. I, I talked about how in your article about, about it, one? The, it's okay to like. Yeah. yeah. You were like. These games, uh, wait, you said Toy Story 3, yep. uh, X-Men Origins, yep. and Cars mm-hmm. are... Uh, Great games. Yeah, you said they you were said all well-reviewed, reviewed, well. and that was that is true of everything but Cars. <laughs> that was the, the term Cars to be one was not well-reviewed. <laughs> cars was well-reviewed. No, from which one? The first one. No. Was not? I looked it up on Open Maybe it was Cars 2. Not whatever Metacritic. Maybe I meant Cars too. One of the Cars. I can't games, remember what else I said because it's but... from the same. It's from Avalanche that made Toy Story three. Let me check the tape. Oh yeah, Avalanche did make that uh, Toy Story three game. I forgot about that. Yeah, but anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they did. So, this is the HP podcast, your weekly gaming podcast. Pitsfam dot com. Thanks everybody for joining us. Hope you have a good time with us. And I want to start the show out. As we always do, start the show 15 minutes in with dreams and a shout out. Phil oh, is, yeah. is furiously I'm looking at his phone looking. to make a very minor point, I'm guessing, uh-huh. Yes, about uh, Avalanche software and the reviews of cars, cars. Uh-huh. for Xbox 360. Uh-huh. Phil, you've got which I still have you've got 10 seconds. IGN gave it 7.2. I call that well reviewed. OK, that's well, a good score. 7.2 is a good score. Whatever you say, <laughs> Ben. Yeah. Give me a dream and a shout out. (laughs) (laughs) 
my problem right now is that my dream, the, the one thing I can think about right now is something that is under embargo. <laughs> embargo. Yep. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Um, so I guess I'll just say that video games in general are my dream right now. Mm. Uh, no, I'll take that back. Take I will back. take it back. Take it back, bitch. I have a little bit of a dream about playing. This is not under embargo about playing some more No Man's Sky. Mm. I think I mentioned on the show or I don't know, Twitter or something that I've never played No Man's Sky. Well, yesterday I hopped into the uh, to the VR mode and I had bought the game like during the, the state of play where they announced that it was going to have VR support. Like it was still on and I, I was near the mall and I walked into GameStop and bought right. it for 10 bucks. And so I hopped into it. I really enjoyed it. I was thinking the entire time, I don't know what's going on. I can't stand this. And then I realized after I took the headset off, like, I want to play that some more. Yeah. So I will give a shout out or a dream. dream. My, my dream is that I want to play some more No Man's Sky. I think I might like to play it outside of VR just to get a little bit of a bearing on what I'm actually doing uh, before I go back in in VR because I'd never played it before. Um, but that would be that'd be fun. I don't know because of the thing that is under embargo. Uh, although you're reviewing that, but I'm mm -hmm. playing it because I want to. Um, I think that uh, I want to play a little bit more of that first, but I, I can see myself going back in the New Man's Sky pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Philly? Did you do both of yours? Uh, no, my shout out. Oh, sorry. I think I'll give my shout out to, you know, people get laid off and everything all the time every day, but in our industry, um, uh, you could say our, our industry, the, the video game media industry, I'd give a shout out to the folks at Game Informer who lost their jobs today. Um, obviously, the, well, so far it doesn't seem like a, uh, you know, an abnormal situation. You know, they needed to lay some people off because of business model and stuff like that, but it always sucks when somebody loses their, their job, whether it's a good way to lose your job or a bad way still stinks. So um, I, there's no good way to lose your job, but you know what I mean? Right. Like even oh, if yeah. it's done right and you get severance and everything else, it still sucks. Right. So just a shout out to those folks. Cool. So I will start with my dream. My dream, um, as I usually do before the podcast, I stop down at the comic book store, pick up a few books. Um, Marvel Comics has had not one, but two big crossover events this year, which is pretty unheard of for them to have two good ones. They just started one called Absolute Carnage, and I just picked up the first couple in that. And, uh, boy, the artwork looks beautiful. So that's what I'm dreaming of right who's now. Draw, who's drawing that one? Oh, man, I have to look it up. I don't okay. know. I just I was finishing up, picking up the last of my War of the Realms, and then I uh, wanted to jump into that. So I wasn't going to because I just am just finishing up one big crossover thing that's cost me way more than I thought it was going to when I got into it. But right. then just looking at the artwork, it looks awesome. So. Nice. Big shout out to them. I'm looking for, no, not a shout out. A dream. That's what I'm dreaming of. Mm. My shout out. I'm going to be a shout out to Jeff Keeley. I think whoa, he is whoa. underappreciated and undervalued a little bit in this industry. Wow. I think he works very hard. Does a lot of uh, a lot of things. Every every time you turn around, he's somewhere doing something. Um, and I just uh, I, I just appreciate what he does. I appreciate what he does at the Game Awards. What he does during E3. What he's doing during Gamescom. And I think uh, I think he does some good work that people maybe don't appreciate enough. I think he's had a turnaround as far as yes. public perception. I think so too. That. I think he so was, too. He was viewed as like a corporate shill. Yes. That's how I for view a him. while. And like, I think, there's like the yes. meme with the Doritos. Correct. Right? Correct. Yeah, and I think that's probably why he's not as appreciated as he should be. Yeah. You know how but, everybody keeps saying this is the year of Keanu Reeves. Yes. Right. First of all, I've loved Keanu Reeves. I think we all have for a long time. Yeah. Every year is pretty much. Yeah. A year. But that's beside the point like Jeff's getting a lot of attention in the last five years for the yeah. game awards and now for gamescom and all that kind of stuff that he's been doing and been doing. But like, I remember 10 years ago yeah. and I didn't, I did not like Jeff Keeley 10 years ago. I thought he was right. like you said, a corporate shell and the, the version of the game awards that was around back then. I thought yeah, he was doing stuff with Joel McHale. So I was in. Right. But I, I mean, I, I, he wasn't, it wasn't like I, he's not what he is today. I didn't though. want to watch right. him. Yeah. If he was there, Correct. it was whatever. I agree. And now I'm like, wow, Jeff's actually pretty cool. Yep. Yep. At least yeah. he seems like it. Yeah. He's surrounding himself with people that I like, you know, like yeah. with Kyle and, you know, with, with Joel McHale still and stuff like right. that. Mm -hmm. Do you know that? I guess he uh, he put a million dollars in for the Game Awards. Wow. Of his own money. That's crazy. To get it started. That's crazy. So I'm, I'm guessing at this point that it's hopefully made him very wealthy at I this point. I, I would mean, imagine that's at least broke even. Hopefully. Yeah. The viewership's uh, was higher than the Oscars last year, if I'm not mistaken. Right. I mean, it's yeah. huge. So yeah. when are the Oscars going to go streaming? Oh, I hopefully never. <laughs> One of the Oscars is just going to stop. I yeah. just like to be. Just end them. 
This is the second we thing. You get it. one more strike today. We I don't think. need it. <laughs> Oscars have been. What terrible would I complain for years? about for the first like six <laughs> months of the year? Just <laughs> yeah. say all you do is complain about the Oscars. <laughs> I get so excited and then so disappointed so quickly. I mean, this year it's Adam Driver's year. Ooh, that's interesting. Mm, he's take. coming for that Oscar. Yeah, and it's also Brad Pitt's year. It's definitely, dude. It is Brad Pitt's year. It's Brad Pitt's year for supporting actor for what movie? For Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, I didn't see that yet. Uh, That's the the biggest mistake you've ever made. I need to go see it. It's very good. Um, Leo's got a good shot too. But from what I'm hearing about Adam Driver in this new uh, Noah Baumbach movie, it sounds like Adam Driver might be might be the front. I'm gonna make an initiative to see it this weekend. Yes, please do. Do it as a break when I'm working on this review. Say, take take the wifey to see. Yes. Once upon a time. Set aside Hollywood. three hours. Three yes. hours. Yes. It's yeah. a long one. So, dude, Ben, your phone is. <laughs> My phone's freaking out. Your I don't know what was going on. I was speaking in a very fast voice. I think Siri was talking to me. I was scared there fast. for a second. Siri got possessed. I don't even know how that happened. It was like text. It was like screen to text or screen to speak or something. Dang. Yeah. Text to speak. That's a, but that's my I'm, dream part two. Brad Pitt winning an Oscar. Whew, Finally whoa. for acting. For acting. He already has his producing ones. Yeah. But, fair enough. Yeah. For me, um, I got my shout out, but I don't know if I have a good dream. I'll start with the shout out. Maybe the dream will come. Okay. My shout out is to the, I would say, the family band of uh, the Furmans, Iron oh. Maiden. Oh, I thought you meant Devon Traps. No. Okay. Uh, no, yeah. <laughs> uh, I saw Iron Maiden for the second time this past, what was it, Saturday night? Uh-huh. They played at the PPG Paints Arena. And my dad helped me get a floor ticket mm. for $75, which was an insane deal. He that was like, he was like messaging people on the Facebook groups and stuff like that. And uh, it was just a o- overall incredible experience. They're still rocking. They're getting to be old dudes. But and Ben, you were there, too. Yeah, I think I paid 75 bucks for my ticket and it was not on the floor. Yeah. Wow. So it was a uh, just a good old time. Hmm. There was a little bit. So on the floor was an interesting experience. There's a little bit of people pushing around moshing, but it was like the stupid kind of moshing. You know what I mean? Where just like people are pushing around and not like trying to do like cool hardcore moves. Maybe that's just my perspective. Can you do so, hardcore moves to them? I don't, I don't know. There's don't people know. pushing around. Okay. So I was in the, I was, I was up on the side a little bit. Yeah. And my vantage point of the floor was much different than yours. Yeah. I saw the little area around you kind of break out. and It was pretty tame. There was an area maybe 50 feet over from where you were that I don't, probably you couldn't see because of everybody in between where people were like throwing each other down. And there were there were definitely fists flying, not in a friendly way. Whoa. Like I've been in a lot of pits back in the day and I've seen a lot more the a lot more on on, you know, videos and stuff where even if a pit gets a little out of control, everybody's still friendly. Yeah. Somebody in that pit was not happy, and there was some bad stuff going on. Yikes. But other than that, the other ones I saw were kind of break out. There were probably five or six all around the floor area. Uh, yeah, it was just some little stupid pushing and, you know, goofing around. Good good time. I watched a video on YouTube of the show, like, from a high vantage point. Uh-huh. And I was like, wow, there were so many people on the floor yeah, and so many people behind me. It almost gave me, like, post- uh claustrophobia like i didn't yeah. realize the type of crowd that i was in at you, the time you know where the uh the sound booth was like set up yeah it was basically packed from the stage to there wow and behind that was totally empty that's crazy but yeah so yeah shout out to iron maiden it was a very cool time and i am dreaming of uh, i want to talk about the 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 thing i'm reviewing but i can't yeah um I don't know. I feel like I have to have a dream, though. You do. Part of the show. I'm dreaming of the fall, actually. This Shut is up. legit. Shut I was thinking up. about this the other day. I was telling Holly, I was like, you know what? I like summer very much, but I, I've decided it's not I don't about necessarily the temperature. No, but I don't really care for summer. It's too busy and everyone wants to do everything because it's nice out and it's just too. There's too much going on. I was thinking about how I like, don't like summer. In the fall, it's like a Friday night. Pumpkin it's cool spice, outside. bitches. You know, you make some apple cider. Maybe you watch a, a movie. Something about fall is cozy. Yeah. And I like that about I, it. I don't I understand like why you can't make apple cider in the summer or the winter. You can. It's not you can. the same. It's just... It's, it's not the same. It's like when people tell me they can't drink stouts or eat soup in the summer. I'm like, who are you? Why? 
And truthfully, the heat does bother me. Like I get really just kind of obnoxious in the summer because the yeah. heat bothers me. I can't wait. I've got I've got some eczema on my arm, and it will go away once the pollen and everything is gone. So I, I am looking forward to too. it for that reason. Yeah, but I've never had that problem before this year. <laughs> yeah. Plus, the movies are just better in the fall. Mm. And uh, I mean, fuck, we wanted to go see a movie a couple weeks ago. We ended up seeing Dora. That's how bad it was. Yikes! Are you serious? I was. I told Chanel like. If if we're going to see this movie now, granted, she admitted that it was much more kiddish than she thought it looked like from the trailer. I wouldn't even go up with her to the counter to order the tickets. I'm like, you you going up? But you knew what you were seeing before you left the house. Well, we went to the driving range and then we're like, let's stop and see a movie. And there was nothing playing, like nothing at all. Well, nothing you hadn't seen. Correct. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's that's accurate. There's a couple decent movies out right now. Yes. Actually. uh, Yeah. Which I wish we had a movie podcast because I want to talk about where'd you go, Bernadette? Start Currently, we don't have a gaming podcast. <laughs> uh, All, right. All right, let's go. Let's 20 get out minutes of in. Yeah, I saw four <laughs> movies in the last week because after that, four a lot movies? Of movies came out. Yeah. Where do you find the time? I took three days off for my birthday. <laughs> Holy cow. And I went to the theater all three days, plus we saw Dora like a few days before that. I just want the audience to know, earlier in this podcast, Phil talked about how much he was working, and then he just admitted he saw four movies and took three I days I took off. a little PTO time to go see some <laughs> movies and enjoy my birthday. I saw Hobbs and Shaw, Where'd You Go, Bernadette, and uh, shit, something else. In 30 seconds or less, tell me how Hobbs and Shaw really Hobbs and Shaw was probably the most fun I've had outside of the Marvel Universe this summer. That's what I was expecting. It's so dumb and so fun. I don't care at all about Fast and the Furious. I haven't seen a Fast and the Furious movie since two, but I just, I thought that those two together were super fun. The action was over the top. It wasn't about the cars. It was just about those two being crazy. Right. Um. It was so much fun. Um, That's your time. Yeah. So I was going to say, if we yes. keep talking about Hobbs and Shaw, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs Let's and talk Shaw. about some video games. All right. What do you got? Lots of new game announcements. I really played any of those. <laughs> Have you heard about the 2018 study that showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? No? Well, now you have. I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual company making traceability the new standard in the supplement industry. I remember staring at my prenatal vitamins and finding all these things I was trying to avoid. High amounts of heavy metals, synthetic colorants, and unnecessary ingredients. So, at four months pregnant, I quit my job and started Ritual, because I believe that all women deserve to know what they're putting in their bodies and why. I'm so proud of our prenatal vitamin. The ingredients are 100% traceable, It's third-party tested for microbes and heavy metals and recently received the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. You see, we trace like a mother because, let's be honest, no one cares quite like a mother. But don't just take my word for it. Trace for yourself with 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast. Lots of new games announcement because Gamescom in Germany is going on. Uh, It's supposed to be a lot of people there. Yeah. There's supposed to be a lot more people than E3. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of people there. Uh, but I feel I'd like we should go, go to that next year instead E3? of E3. Nah, okay. let's go to Gamescom. Gamescom. Right. And yeah, well, they have press days there. Yeah. Which would be a lot nicer than E3. Yeah. So here are some announcements. Jeff Keighley, who we talked about earlier, did the uh, he was in charge of this thing called Opening Night Live, which is just like a nice little presentation. Showed off some games with some updates. It's like two hours long. So. I'm going to go through some of the things announced. If you want to say something about it, great. If no one cares, then we'll move on. One of the big announcements, Kerbal Space Program 2 2020. That's a game. I don't understand the appeal of this game because it just looks like minions in space. Yep. But have you played the first game? I've never played it. Me either. Even at E3, they still had like big statues and stuff. I don't know. Like people still care about this stuff. I don't know. Little Nightmares 2 ah, coming out in game. 2020. Good. Did anyone play Little Nightmares, the first one? I think no. I have the first one on PC. I just haven't played it yet. Mm. Uh, Iron Harvest. I want to give a special shout out to September 1st, 2020. We did get to check that out at E3. Yep. Oh, we did? Yeah. Well, me and Ben did. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, I, didn't, I can't remember that. But that was a lot of that's fun. That's because I wasn't there. Yeah. A lot of fun. I love the way, the style of that game. Yeah. It yeah. looks very cool. Yeah. That's a real-time strategy. Right? Yeah. What I didn't understand was I thought we were all playing against each other. <laughs> So I thought I was winning. I thought I was beating other everyone else, and we were just we were not playing against oh, each okay. other. Yeah. So that was d- disappointing for Wait, me. Wait, we weren't. I don't think so. I don't think we were actually. Oh man. Yeah. I thought we were. No. no and I knew a, I was losing. Something said at the end. <laughs> you were losing. <laughs> yeah. You were losing against nobody. And I also missed the uh, the mouse that we reviewed. I thought that would have been a great feature to have for that. I was yeah. trying to do things with uh, that mouse, 
and it, the actual mouse wasn't working. That's not until properly. next fall, though. Yeah, it's that's a, a long way off. off. Yeah, it's a long yeah. way off. But I, I do know there'll be a, you know, a couple testing phases in between yeah. here and there. Right. But yeah, we got a release date on The Witcher Three for Switch that's coming out October fifteenth. Digital Foundry did like a nice preview showing off, and uh, it looks how you would expect The Witcher Three <sighs> to look on Switch. Right. But the fact that it looks like anything at all is impressive, I would say, because I I don't know, honestly, how they did it. Is this a $60 game? No. Well, I don't know. The thing is, there's so much development time that goes into a port like this. It is the ultimate edition of the game. I would hope that it would be 40. I think 40 would be a fair price to ask for on Switch. But again, this is one that I'm sure there's a market for it because they keep doing these huge triple a games on switch i would never want to play that like that in a million years right i but didn't want to play it on ps4 dang <clears throat> i just couldn't get into it couldn't get into it do you have it yeah i might borrow it okay this game looked particularly interesting this game was announced a while ago and then kind of disappeared and now surprise it's out it's called erica and it's out yeah, on I ps4 for 9.99 yeah now this is one of those like motion, like movie game, it's like, like a live real motion, action live game, action. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that's what I'm looking for. Yep. And it kind of looks like uh, Until Dawn, almost like mm-hmm. you're making the choices of dialogue, stuff right. like that. Phil, this when I saw this, I'm like, that looks like a Phil game. It does look like a Phil game. Nine ninety nine. Nine ninety nine. Very short. Yep. Like you can beat it in like two hours. Yep. It's a There's very much a Phil game. Yeah. I will I be checking that it. out. I'll be checking it out at some point. <laughs> so that looks cool. A nice little shadow drop. Yeah. Another cool announcement. Call of Duty has an open alpha this weekend on PS4. Yep. 2v2. So, Phil, you got to check out a little bit of Modern Warfare I at did. E3. Yes. Was that just a campaign preview? Just or a campaign preview. Yeah, there was okay. no multiplayer shown there. But they have shown stuff since then. Which Yeah, uh, they did that multiplayer reveal. Yeah. Have you did you check out any of that stuff? Yeah, I watched a little bit of it. Yeah. Looks I good. I think it looks awesome. I think it does too. Very like, excited for the, it. There's um, the they're, they have night maps yep. now that you have to have night vision, stuff yep. like that. And then one of the um, missions that they showed was like in a house with night vision and stuff. Yeah. So it looked it looked good. I'm yeah. really surprisingly excited for that game. I am, too. I've enjoyed the last couple Call of Duties, but I will say in the last five years or so that um, the Infinity Ward Call of Duties I've enjoyed the least. Yes. So I'm excited to see them kind of maybe return to form, hopefully. I don't know. We'll see. I really liked what I played of Black Ops 4, and then I dropped it hard. Oh, yeah. I did, too. I did, too. So. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited about Modern Warfare. Me, too. I would definitely get that. And the last big thing of importance, there was many more announcements, but uh, there was a big thing on Death Stranding. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kojima was there, and there was a trailer for Kojima before he came on stage. Yeah, that was a little weird. But it was was like a... It was like a Kojima trailer of all the things Jeff Keighley's ever said about him. Right. It was weird. Let's talk about this for a minute, Ben, because I think this is interesting. Mm -hmm. Jeff Keighley hyped up Kojima like, like, hey, everybody, Jesus is here to forgive all your sins and heal all everything wrong with you. Right. Strand on your feet is literally what he said, which I was like, oh, seriously. And uh, so he made everyone stand up. Then he played a trailer for kojima to come out i was like this will be the best pissing simulator in 2019 that's for sure how do you guys feel about this especially post metal gear solid 5 the the state of the kojima how we view or the industry views kojima I don't know if that's if uh, Metal Gear Solid Five has anything to do with it for me. I mean, like mm-hmm. before or after that, um, Kojima to me. I mean, it's almost like I don't know how to compare it. Like Corey Barlog's kind of getting uh, approaching Kojima status. Yeah, seems like, mm. and I don't really have a problem with it, but it, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Like, if if Kojima's next game or Corey Barlog's next game is utter trash. That does, that's not going to make me like them more or less. No, but I think it, they're both such good people. Are they? I don't know. That's them. not what I've heard. They seem to be. They about s- specifically. About Kojima. Yeah. Mm. He seems very I've nice. I've heard. He seems super friendly. I've heard through the grapevine that 
Kojima is extremely arrogant. Oh. And he is extremely hard to work for. Okay. And that people dream about working for Kojima their whole lives and then they work for him and they leave. Right. Because wow. they can't. He's, it, it sounds like he's a very Steve Jobs esque yeah. figure. And well, that he's. Everything I was going to say, I'm just going to take back. I, I, I don't. That is. I was I having a hard clear. time. We heard that from one person. I that heard is, that from yeah. one person who works with him, has worked with him directly. And so one of my drunk. many hot takes yes. is I've never enjoyed a Kojima game. I just, they're not for me. Like okay. the games that he makes enough. But I've always felt bad because he seems like such a nice guy. Like I've always felt bad not liking his product because I feel like I want to like it because of who he is. Now, Corey, on the other hand, this last game was a masterpiece. It's probably the best game this generation. Maybe. I don't know. Mm. Spider-Man's really good too, but um. It was definitely up there. That's funny because you didn't say Bloodborne when you were just words came out of your mouth and you were said, you know, game of the generation. <laughs> what game? What? Bloodborne. Blood, yeah. Never heard From of it? From software? No, I never. Oh, weird. Never, never. No. no. So odd. Yeah. <laughs> that must <laughs> um, be the game that I just booted up and died a thousand times and then I turned it off. Mm, yeah. mm. No, no, definitely not Bloodborne. But so do you. So, Phil, you're saying from a personal standpoint. You don't necessarily see it, but like, no, I, just, I, I needed some gameplay to really sell me on this. And it did the opposite. Like, this was what I needed to push me in the right direction. And it just solidified the fact that I'm not going to play this game. I have no interest. I, just, I don't know. I still don't know what I'm watching, but it just looks worse and worse every time I see it. Yeah. I just think it's interesting that like. Kojima, obviously Metal Gear Solid 1. Amazing for its time, did amazing things that no one else has done. It kind of ushered in this cinematic quality to gaming that had never been done before. Metal Gear Solid 2, I think, is weird because people, I think, look at that game with rose-tinted glasses. Yeah. Because everyone hated that game when it came out. They were mad. Shoot pigeons in that thing? You can't shoot pigeons. I think I played that. I hated it. And then, of course, Metal Gear Solid 3, which I think is mostly viewed very favorably now. Right. And then 4, people... I feel like more commonly people don't like four than people do. Right. And then five, of course, great, but uh, hampered by the whole Konami. I have three situation. copies of five and I've never played it. What? Why? <laughs> I got it as a PS plus game and humble uh, bundle. And at one point I found it for six bucks on Xbox. So I, that's the first copy I got. I'm right. like, well, for six bucks, I'll buy it and check it out. And then I just never did. Well, yeah. Yeah. So I just felt like it was a very odd <laughs> Thing. I just feel like the way the way that sometimes that people talk about Kojima is yeah. is weird. Also, no Norman Reedus dick, so I'm out. No, let's talk about the Ko out. the Death Stranding footage that we saw. Just to wrap that up, I don't really have a strong preference about Kojima either way. Yeah, but I don't understand it. I guess that's what I'll yeah, say. Sure. Right. Yeah. So the Death Stranding, we saw two character introductions. Is that um, Mama? Mama think, yeah. talks about breastfeeding a ghost baby. Yeah. We saw the Del Toro thing, yeah. which was weird because it's not his voice, which I understand. But and then the gameplay trailer. So what do you guys think of the gameplay? I think it looks boring. Yeah. Bland is what I was thinking. But of. I also know that Kojima has never given anything to us on its face until it's out. Like, I don't know about never, but I I'm thinking that. There's got to be there's some element there that we're not seeing yet that they have decided not to reveal yet. Mm. I think so. I don't know that that can that one little that one thing is going to change how I feel about the game. But so far, it doesn't look. I mean, it's a game I want to play in six months for thirty dollars. Right. I, I don't know if it's if it's a day one buy for me. Actually, I should say I know it's not a day one buy for me. Based on the everything we've seen so far. I'm really confused by why they chose to even show that footage. Because unless they just are like, eh, people eat whatever shit we put out. I think that's because, part of it. Okay, so he's sleeping there. He gets up. There's the pee mechanic. Ha ha. Right. And then it shows him like there's the waypoint. And it shows him to start walking that direction. And they had to do a dip to black because it's like, oh, you're just going to be walking. Right. From this point to this point. And then he uses the ladder. He talks to Jeff Keeley, And then there's the baby mechanic. And that was it. Can we talk a little bit about the Jeff Keighley being in the game? <laughs> I'm expecting a lot of people like that to be in the game. Me too. I am too. But Jeff Keighley specifically. I, okay. I don't have a problem with. Well, Kojima's been at like what? 
all the game awards well, the last few years. And, yeah, except and for 2015, next. I think. Yeah. Um, I oh, have a question a about yeah. what how I I'm not questioning Jeff's integrity at all, but like if you're is there going to be any question of if Death Stranding is mediocre but it wins something crazy at the Game Awards? Like that's got to be in your head. I don't know because he doesn't do the voting. No, yeah, he's not part of that. I understand Sunshine. that. Yeah. I yeah. understand. I'm just saying, is that does the public perception there? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, maybe public perceptions is usually wrong. I agree, and yeah. I'm I'm with you there. But like, if it were me, I'd say, well, if this has the potential to win or not win. Then again, he did the stuff two years ago, it sounded like. But, but almost at that point, too, like, with that logic, he could never be in anything. Because you never know what's going to win or what's going to be good or what's going to be bad. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you you have to give things up in order to make other things work. So, that's that's I true. Don't know. That's true. I don't argue with that. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I like to make a bold, not, this is not a bold prediction, but the singer of ch- the band Churches yeah. will be in Death Stranding. Kojima, huge fan, tweets about listening to churches all the time. They, the band, visited him in Japan at the production studio. So, didn't oh, Gaga visit him too? Um, Corey Barlog could be in the game too. <laughs> everyone, oh no, everyone that goes to Kojima production. I think, I think Gaga visited um, uh, CD Project. Uh, mm, okay, what's the? There's oh. a band that just visited him. A band that's played here in our hometown. Um, Fallout Boy. No. <laughs> P.O.D. Because <laughs> like all of those are correct band. answers. Uh, Under Oath. It's not from first to last. Strong. For first to last, played in Butler? Yeah. When I, that's one I missed. With I can't Sunny? remember. Probably 50. Yeah. It's on, wow. on heroin, I think. Wow, that's crazy. That was a great album. Yeah. But, uh, huh. yeah. The last good one. So I'm thinking that there's going <laughs> to the be the first like album. Was, yeah. no, that was their second album. Yeah. That was their second album. Yeah, before he went and became Skrillex. I'm interested. A lot of good bands used to play here. Anyway, I agree with you, Dustin. There's yeah. there's going to be a lot of people. But I don't... There's To me, there's nothing there that is riveting. No. Now, if the reviews come out, or let's say we review it, and, or whatever, uh, or we see some you know game-changing thing between now and then, then sure. But like to me, I was thinking of this whenever you said about like they had to dip the black because it was such a long way in between. Right. Kind of reminds me of my really only problem with Rage in that I was having a lot of fun in the bases and when I was destroying stuff, but everything in between bases was like the most boring yep. pieces I've ever had of any gameplay. And I feel like there's a lot of that in Death Stranding probably based on what we've seen. If I feel like it's just walking. Everything we see is walking. We've seen some combat gameplay, though. Yeah, very little. Um, so I'm, I'm just like... Well, we saw Norman Reedus dodging some yeah. motorcycles. Are they obscuring the fact that it's like, hey, this game's actually a lot like Metal Gear Solid Five, mm-hmm. um, but we don't want you to know that yet? Maybe, but also Kojima said it's a new t- new genre of game. Yeah, new genre I, of I don't game. buy that. I don't either. So any other final thoughts about Death Stranding? Nope. I'm I'm hoping to be wrong. I mean, I'm going to I'm so curious about it. I will check it out day one. Yeah. Even if it's bad. Right. Like say, if even the if reviews gets, come out and it's bad, I will probably still play it. Even if it gets tens, I probably won't play it. Really? Yeah. I have. I mean, it depends no on what the tens say. <laughs> yeah, for me, this game no was interest. made for Phil Nyman is what right. every review says. And you're like, no, nope, it good. literally is just story <laughs> for Phil. All right. Well, OK. So Nintendo did a Nintendo Direct about mm-hmm. indies. So I highlighted some of the ones that uh, there's a bunch of new titles. Oh, of course. So we're not starting with Earth Knight then. I have Earth Knight on yes. there. <laughs> so we can talk about some of these. Risk of Rain 2 coming to Switch. Mm-hmm. This game was weird because when it was announced, I was like, oh, OK. But I, it's picked up a pretty big following. Yeah. Have you, either one of you checked this out? No, I haven't checked it. I mean, I've seen just the stuff that's been in the. Yeah. And the announcements. But. Hmm. Torchlight 2, which has been on PC forever, right. is now coming to consoles, and that includes Switch, which is pretty cool. I had a, uh, uh, what's it called, Mandela effect kind of thing yeah. yesterday. I was like, Torchlight 2, I am positive that game was already out. And I looked for, like, Torchlight 2 Switch all over, and I'm like, I can't find <laughs> And then all the sudden, except for the new articles about it, and then I'm like, oh, wait, it was on PC. Yeah. I couldn't get into Torchlight. I didn't care I for it. I just thought I'd rather play Diablo. Right. It was. A, I thought it was fine, but it right. wasn't my thing. 
uh, super hot uh, is now going yep. to be on literally every. It's the new Doom. It's going to be on right. everything here on <laughs> right. forward. Is now out on Switch, but it's okay because it's great. The one yeah. thing I'm curious about uh, that I think I might check it out for is the, the motion controls on the Switch. They doing motion controls? I thought it had some sort of like movement with the gyroscope in it. Hmm. I didn't know that. I might be totally wrong, but I hmm. thought I saw that on the list of features. Makes sense. Uh, Earth Knight is confirmed yes. for Switch. Uh, so that's been a long time coming. This one's an Four interesting years. one because, yeah, Brandon and I's first PSX, Brandon was like, I just checked out this game called Earth Knight. And so every single event that we go to, I'm like, hey, Brandon, there's Earth Knight. <laughs> and so it's been we've we've joked about that, but it's been yeah. in production for a long time. It looks like a, a neat game. Yeah, it does. Yeah. This but, year at E3, the PR people reached out and were wanting us to see it. And I'm like, here are four articles we've done on it <laughs> in the last couple of years. And we've checked it out at every show. We cannot do we, it. We anymore. just can't make the time for it. I'm sorry. He goes, that's fine. You'll hear something very soon. Yeah. So he was right. Oh, yeah, did they did. say it's coming out this year? I didn't see. I meant to put a date here and I didn't. Here's an exciting one. Hotline yeah. Miami. Woo! That's exciting. Collection. Did yeah. you see Devolver's tweet? No, I didn't. Where they I said that, uh, what, Miyamoto or something, oh. someone said it would never be on the Switch because he doesn't like the music. Yeah. <laughs> right. Something. Yeah, that was funny. So That's exciting because I've never played two. I'm, I'm oh, really? Play, I've never played two. I don't think it's so. as good as the first one. Damn it. But I, I played them back to back because I didn't play Hotline Miami when it came out. I played it on the Vita years later. Okay. Or maybe a year later. I don't remember. And I played it and then very shortly thereafter played two. And at the end, by the end of two, I was just burnt out. But it was because I played them both back to back. Yeah, I played Hotline Miami on Vita, and I was getting my ass kicked as you do in that game. Mm-hmm. And then I cross saved it over to my PS4. Yeah, and I became way better at it because huh. the little nubbies yeah. on the Vita very hard oh, to yeah. use. I so do I'm remember it hurting my hands. I wonder if it will be hard on Nintendo Switch because of the smaller joysticks as well. They're a little bigger, a little bigger. But yeah, so this is exciting. It's a it's a classic game. Uh, at this point, a classic indie game. Here's so. the really interesting. I wonder who they had to do that. Yeah. Because word on the street is that the devs are so incredibly over Hotline Miami. Like, they don't ever want to make anything anywhere near like it. They're working on a new game, but they don't want to make anything near like it hmm. or even talk about it ever again. So I'm really curious if they did the port or they paid someone to do it. Yeah. Either way, it's going to make money. Lots oh, yeah. of money. Yep. For sure. This indie game mm. that I thought looked kind of cool, Blasphemous, is coming to Switch. This is another one of those 2D Dark Souls games. Yeah. I feel like none of them have ever really quite. Salt and Sanctuary was. Salt and Sanctuary is the closest yeah. I think that anyone's ever gotten. Yeah. Uh, there was a game that we checked out that on our, there's a video on our YouTube channel that was a 2D Dark Souls-esque game that I've forgotten the name of. Not that great. I remember, I remember what game you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I can't so, say the name of it. Um, and there was one that came out on the Annapurna PS4. one. What was the Annapurna one? Oh, Ashen. Oh, it wasn't 2D. It People wasn't liked 2D, Ashen, though. though. Yeah. Uh, that was supposed to be pretty that good. Wasn't 2D. Uh, there's, a, there's, an, there's so many of these now. It's hard to – I can't remember the name. There's one on PS4 that I was looking forward to. Came out, reviewed terribly. Hmm. Uh, cool aesthetic. So maybe Blasphemous will be able to pull it off. Maybe not. Hopefully. Salt and Sanctuary was good. I don't even like that type of game, but I really got into it. This game, I can't remember exactly if I'm remembering this right. It's called Close to the Sun. Was this the game that you guys checked out at PAX that you told me to check out? I don't recall. Okay. Close to the Sun. I, I was hoping that you would remember it, but I, I might have my games mixed up here. I don't think so. I've never heard of it. At least I didn't check it out. This was a game on PC. I don't even remember how to describe it. Close to the Sun is like sort of steampunky mm-hmm. stuff. I don't know. I'm, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't check it out. Last but not least, Ori in the Blind Forest. Yeah. Coming to Switch to nobody's surprise. Uh, did either one of you play Ori? Nope. No? Nope. I played it for a little bit, and I ended up dropping it pretty hard. So I'm probably not going to check it out on Switch, but... Fine. And it reminded me of, like, Rayman Legends or something. I have never looked or heard of Close to the Sun. Okay. It's more interesting still about Microsoft's initiative of yeah. putting stuff on more systems. So I'm sure we'll see more from them in the future right here's my question are they bold enough to like put halo on switch OG, uh, hey, like imagine if it was like halo not the master chief collection but if they did like I was gonna say halo they had a hard one. enough time putting halo on the xbox yeah <laughs> dude <laughs> wasn't going well i feel like halo on switch would be cool 
Yeah, it would be super cool. Would it be? I mean, he's already in uh, what the uh, fucking game where you make stuff, Minecraft. Master Imagine Chief. a land party of switches playing Halo. That's some of my best land parties in this house. Would it yeah, be? A, would it be a land party though? It'd be a Wi-Fi party. Wi-Fi yeah. party. It would be a, a form of a land party. Right. Okay, so that's it for the Gamescom news. I mean, I'm sure there was other stuff too. Yeah, but that was just was the thing for those two big events. Something else really big happened. This was during the Gamescom stuff. Which is a weird time to announce it. Yes. Insomniac Games has been purchased by PlayStation. It's now a first-party studio. I bet a lot of people already thought that happened. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I know a lot of people thought it was. Other than Sunset Overdrive, I can't think of a game outside of PlayStation. It's uh, Fuse. Ah, Fuse. That was multi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. That came out at a weird time with the Fuses and the Hazes and the. All the other games. So what do you guys think about this? Uh, Sony locking shit down, you know? Yeah, yeah I'm excited. I think they, they're a good studio and have a lot of promise. And obviously, they're, you know, many of their previous games have gone over very well. I don't see how it's a bad move unless they overpaid, which I'm not sure what dollar amount overpaid would be at this point. You have to imagine that, like, even just from Spider-Man, see yeah. how well that did, that that price was... Hi. Oh yeah, yeah. So these types of things. I mean, we're in a different place than a lot of people. Like we have everything. We can play any game, you know. So right, it doesn't really matter to me who owns what, as long as the game comes out and it's good, we can play it. But, but a, a game, a, a studio being owned by a, by a publisher, mm-hmm. you know, by Sony or Microsoft or something, generally means they're going to get the resources they need to make a game good. This is true. That's the exciting part for me. This and Sony true. has not really skimped on no, their first party no. games i mean even a game like dreams which i'm not sure where dreams is going right they gave them as much rope as they needed it seemed like you know yeah. as many years as they needed to get it to where it is now right. and f- by all accounts everybody likes it yeah. I don't, it's not a game that i want to play but i think on some of the smaller devs for sure I, a company like insomniac i don't know if they're they, their games all seem to have pretty high production so i think they've but yeah it's so but I think they were getting good. that funding yeah. from someone still. Probably. This just adds to that. Yeah. So an interesting part about this acquisition is that the IP that comes with it, of course, uh, Ratchet and Clank, which I think Sony already owned Ratchet and Clank. That wasn't um, something that Insomniac owned. Right. I think you're right. But uh, Sunset Overdrive is something that Sony now owns. But So Insomniac owned that? So Insomniac owned it, but Microsoft the publishing rights, though. owned the publishing rights on console for that game. So it's unlikely, unless they work out some kind of deal, that we're going to see Sunset Overdrive on PS4. I mean, it's possible. I don't know why we wouldn't, honestly, because at this point, what does Microsoft have to gain from right. only retaining it? So why not sell it? Yeah. You know, but uh, it's a fun game. Here's something that I think a lot of people forget about with Insomniac, too. Oh, no. A slew of Oculus titles. Oh, yep. For uh, they're supposed to be very good. Thought you were going to say Resistance. Oh, and well, yeah, Resistance, of course. I want some Resistance. Everyone always talks about Resistance. I've never played them. (sighs) Are they super good? Like, I mean, I like them, but they're nothing spectacular. I I remember the first one playing a little bit of that and thinking it was pretty bad. Hmm. But it was also a launch title, so I, yeah, I don't think it was bad, but it certainly didn't like change my life. Yeah, so I'd be curious. I'm surprised, honestly, they haven't been like here's it's just a, a six-axis controller. Oh, was yeah. weighing you down probably. Mm. I don't know. I like them. So I think we can expect obviously new Spider-Man, new Ratchet and Clank. I think we were sure. expecting both of those before this. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm wondering though if Sony will put them to like a VR game since they have they're a competent vr studio the games they did for oculus are supposed to be very good i it's i feel like it's called it's not called edge of tomorrow because that's that tom cruise movie right. yeah but it's called uh edge of nowhere okay it's yeah. the oculus yeah. the done, robot one yeah the there's another one they did too something yeah but so i think that'd be cool to see them do vr any other hopes for this now that this uh partnership is locked down just pretty much all that more spider-man more I see them Ratchet having the Clank. capital now to do uh to to do a new IP that would yeah. you know, be a good IP. That's the thing you have to imagine that with uh, a studio like Insomniac to do a new IP is dangerous. Right. Because if you 
fuck it up, then that's you don't have anything to fall back on. Right. Which uh, Sunset Overdrive, I guess, was a new IP for them, but they had the funding of right. Xbox. So maybe like a new Maximum Carnage. Yeah, that'd be fun. This is interesting too that this happened just because we've had so many rumors about Sony buying Remedy. Right. So, do you guys think this is it? Do you think we're gonna see some more acquisitions before? Because before this, Sony had not bought a studio in eight years. Right. Wow. I think we'll see more acquisitions. I don't know if there'll be a one-two punch or anything. Um, I think this is a better choice for them than Remedy. Well, yeah, but that doesn't mean that Remedy's out. Right. Uh, I think you could potentially see something like Remedy. I think there are a lot of ones out there that make sense. Um, but the thing I think they need to focus on if they want to buy another studio is they don't have their own first-person shooter right now. And they sure. don't have their own first-person – or not first-person. They don't have their own racing. Mm. Yeah, they do. What? Polyphony. Oh, that's true. <laughs> see? Yeah. They, they need a better one. <laughs> well, yeah, because Polyphony it just doesn't – Yeah. It's it's funny when you look at Forza releasing every other year and right. Polyphony cannot keep up right. in any sense. But I, yeah. I'm not as I'm not too technically into the minded about them. So yeah. Killzone's probably dead. I'd imagine with Horizon doing so well. Yeah, maybe. But they need basically. They I don't know if you know. Do they? That's the thing though. Is do they need a first person shooter? I don't know if they need it. They're definitely doing fine just by getting the marketing rights and everything for Destiny. Um, which we've seen in studies does affect the player's choice of where they play it based on what title or what platform they see underneath it during the Super Bowl, you know, right? yeah. that kind of thing. So I don't know if they need it, but if they're going to pick up another studio, they need to pick up a studio that doesn't do what they're already doing with their other studios. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Man, I I feel like I would love to see them buy uh, a Japanese yeah. developer. I don't know whether that would be like a some kind of JRPG or something like that, but... Even though I don't, from a consumer side, I don't want this. I think it would be amazing if they bought from software. I mentioned, uh, I commented on, Colin put up a thing, a mm. post, and said, who do you think they should buy next? And I mentioned that in there. I don't think they will. I don't, I don't think, it, I don't know that I want that, but that I think that's a probably good, a good monetary choice. They could have easily bought from software when they partnered with them to make Dark Souls, right. I bet. Or Demon Souls, excuse me. But then, uh, yeah, I'm guessing that they don't have an interest in being bought because they I'm sure that every publisher is on the phone trying to get a deal to make a game. Right. With They're with obviously them. doing fine by themselves. Right. But, uh, yeah, I'm sure that we'll see some more uh, studios purchased as PS5 news starts to roll in. OK. Halo Infinite's creative director, uh, which I forgot to write his name down here, who uh he directed Halo 4, Halo 5, has left 343 in what seems to be, you know, kind of the, the last stretch on Halo Infinite. So do you guys think this spells trouble for the game? I don't think so. I don't think not either, but... Oh, we say nothing about the game, so I don't know. Yeah. We're, we're probably at a point in the development, and I can't say for sure where... It is because we don't know exactly when it's coming out. We know it's a launch title, but they're probably past the point of the, the of the creative director being needed. I have a sure. feeling they're probably into bug squashing at this point. Yeah. You got to wonder either two things are happening, I think, with Halo, Halo Infinite specifically, is that either they are having a hellish development cycle or it eventually was it was taking a while. And then they were like, you know what? Let's just hold it. Right. And so now they've had ample time. Maybe the game is like, I don't want to say near complete. Yeah. But maybe it's like they had enough time. And so they're just like, you know, finalize, you know, just keep refining, refining, refining. You have to imagine that if they've known or at least hoped it would be a launch title, that some of their development time frame has been based on that. So if they, you know, there were rumors about Xbox launching late this year, two years ago. So it's entirely possible that they are they were ahead of schedule right. on the development. I mean, this is all, you know, speculating, but. All right. Persona 5 uh, Royale is coming to the West spring 2020. Finally got that confirmation. Of course, it is coming on Japan this year. But as uh, Atlas and Sega does, they push back, you know, they do the 
localization not simultaneously right. but after mm-hmm. so this is will be coming out uh significantly later but i'm looking forward to that one yeah ben is this going to be your time to jump in to persona in spring 2020 probably not uh it's not that i ha- don't don't want to like yeah. many times when i see people talk about persona i want to at least experience it but i just don't have 80 to 100 hours in a game that I'm not thrilled about. Right. Right. So that's my only thing. I even loved the game and I didn't have 80 or 200 hours. Yeah. I put like a normal amount of time into it. I think 30, 40 hours. And yeah. I saw I mean, people saying it took them 115. I was at 80 and I left my game run a couple times. Yeah. Like, I think I it depends on what kind of player stuff. you are and right. everything yeah. too. I, f- for me, like Persona is not something that on its face looks like it would be a, a goatee for me. Uh, it doesn't look not enjoyable. It's just not like my main idea of fun. Right. But so I'd much rather go and play something I never played, like The Witcher. Yeah. Uh, that if I'm gonna have that, mu- if I'm gonna spend that much time, so it's not necessarily that I don't have that amount of time because you can put that amount of time over however long you want. It's just that I'd rather divert it towards something I have a feeling I'm gonna love. Sure, that makes sense. Phil, this one's for you. All right. Yakuza. Yes. Three through five. Yeah. Are yeah. coming to PS4. Yeah, you told me about that earlier today. I missed that. As of today, <laughs> it's fantastic. Right now, Shadow Drop, out. Yakuza Three. It's fantastic. Out on PS4. Is it uh, digital only? I imagine. I think it's digital only for, for now. now? Yeah. Uh-huh. They are doing a collection when uh, three, four, and five. Three, four, and five later mm-hmm. in the year because they're staggering the releases out. Sons of bitches. So you have me. to decide what you want to do. Oh, Though know, uh, here's what you should do: buy them digitally now if you want to play them now. Right. Yakuza games get dirt cheap very fast yeah that is true so you could just that when the collection true. comes out wait a little bit and then i think that's why bucks. i started playing them i got kiwami for like eight bucks yeah and uh figured i'd start it so i'm guessing you're gonna be diving in yeah at some point yeah soon. yeah i'm going to probably mm. download it tomorrow now i didn't i should have done more research but it seems like these aren't like the kiwami experience these are just like more like uh yakuza zero that it's just like okay it's higher resolution, higher frame rate than because Yakuza Three was a PS3 game, right? I really don't know. I mm. really don't know. I uh, I started uh, with Yakuza about two years ago, so I don't I don't actually know. Yeah, because I think those are PS3 games, and so they're just kind of moving them over. Yeah, Yakuza Three is a PS3 game, exactly. so it's not like the PS2 that needs like a lot of work done right. to it. It can just kind of you know get upresed and be pretty much good to go but i am excited to play playing through judgment like i really enjoyed my time with that but i miss the old characters so i'm I'm excited to right spend some more time with them game pass a couple new announcements here that i thought were pretty cool what's that i didn't catch this oh whatever it is uh age of empires definitive edition is out now and age of empires 2 definitive edition is coming out pretty soon (laughs) Uh, i think in like november all right, Phil, you know what? Oh, I didn't snore when I was sorry, hearing you sorry, sorry. fucking talk about your three different movies <laughs> game and pass. Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw was awesome. Four movies in three days. Four movies in, in like seven days. Like Double May Cry 5. I still, out on, is that, it's on, it's game, on game Pass. It's on Game Pass? Finally. On Thank goodness. Game pass oh, seriously? Only. Yeah. Ooh, that's Wait, great. maybe maybe it's not instantly. Whatever. Just get Ultimate and you can play it. Dude. One way or another. Yeah. I think I have Ultimate. But I can't figure out how to sign on to the computer. Well, it's not on the PC one. It's, it's your password. It's a Xbox. Use your only. username and password, okay. Phil. It's I can't. It's it's, it's something. It kept airing and like I don't know. It was a mess. This is one of the best games of the year. So play it. Yeah, I want to especially play if you have Game Pass. Just just yes. do it because it's awesome. I think I do. I don't know how yeah. long it's good for. That's tempting for me. Kingdom Come Deliverance is coming to Game Pass as well as uh, Blair Witch Project, which is Blair coming Witch out Project this month. And that's going to be day and date, like day one on oh, yeah. Game Pass. Yep. Like August? Hot damn. Yeah, it's coming out in August. Wow. That's the so, best news I've heard today. Yep. Because I really want to play Blair Witch, but I don't know if I want to pay for Blair Witch. Right. Yeah. Let me... <laughs> well, you would technically be paying for it. But, technically, yeah. but I don't think I am because I think I did the thing where like I got a bunch of free stuff and then I extended it out and for like no money at all, I got the Game Pass. Wow. Because like if you had for one dollar, I so I bought my game, the uh, Xbox Live for like 12 months uh-huh. and then for a dollar I could add the uh, Game Pass Ultimate and it extended it for the whole length of your oh nice yeah so I think for a buck I got like a year at least worth about of- a year yeah. yeah yeah so I don't think that Double May Cry 5 is quite yet but yeah Blair Witch 
Dang, that's awesome. Let's see the pre-purchase on Steam. So that's actually a $30 game, August 30th. Sweet. So oh, man, there's like three games that come out that day. Pretty dang soon. Okay, I've got one last one, and then we're just going to skip this thing at the end because we're going long. It's not exciting. Ray tracing. Everyone loves ray tracing. Coming to Minecraft. Did you guys see this at all? No. no. So the, I'm only mentioning this because last week we talked about the super duper graphics pack yeah. getting canceled. Right. But then today at this end or yesterday at this NVIDIA thing, they announced they're doing this big ray tracing pack for Minecraft, which looks awesome. Really? It nice. looks sort of like the super duper graphics, whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's PC only and it has like awesome lighting right. and reflections and Who is uh, still playing this game a lot of people, of people dude that's crazy more than ever probably really hell yeah yeah and they've actually figured out how to make money on it so man yeah i need to figure out how to make money Did you ever play minecraft yeah it's terrible i don't like to build things <laughs> like i don't care i don't i don't want to i don't have an imagination Build <laughs> on minecraft yeah it's terrible no, i play video I games oh. no 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 you t- no well yeah i was terrible but like oh, you said it's terrible it's terrible i just have no interest in it yikes um, our interests could not be more different in some areas and more similar in others. <laughs> I, I don't. When I play video games, that is my escape. Like, give me the game. Don't make me build the game to escape into. Oh, dude, I used to sit and play Minecraft for like six hours at a time and not even realize what I'd been doing. Wow. This I literally was before. I don't know what it's like now. My first experience early. in Minecraft, I mean, it was in my friend's house and he sits me down and says, I want to give you I want to show you something. I sit down. He's like, look, it's my house. And he gives me a tour of his house on the video game. Uh huh. Of the house that I'm sitting in. And I'm like, well, I'm, I'm I can here. see that by just like walking into the next room. Right. And uh, ah, it's not for me. It's not for me. That's I why know. I don't play Mario Builder or whatever that game's called. Dragon Mario Maker. Builders or Mario Maker. Either. Oh. Yeah. I knew that. Um, uh, I, I knew that crafting existed before Minecraft. Yeah. Uh, in a different way. But I remember when Minecraft came out in alpha and it was starting to pick up steam there were articles all over the place, probably including my own website at the time. I didn't write it, but of people describing their first like night in the game or whatever and going through the process of like, and then you have to do this to make this. <laughs> and this is like just you know, totally abstract right. uh, concepts to everybody. And I was like, this is bizarre. I've got to yeah. check it out. <laughs> so I couldn't care less about dreams either. I just I don't want to make stuff. That's all I got for the show. Wow. And we're done. And we've gone. One hour. One hour. So. One American hour. Flew by. Sorry, Canada. And now we're going to record a Let's Play. Ah. Chime. All right. Is this an embargo? Um, Let's just pretend like it is. Okay. Yep. Anyway, there will be a Let's Play coming out. Next week. Sometime. Next week. Yeah. So this will be fun. So I think it is, but I don't, I'm not going to look it up right now. Yeah. Fair enough. But uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. We appreciate you. Make sure to leave us a rating and review. That helps us out a lot. Visit us on handsofandom.com, especially... Come on Monday to check out the review of the game that uh, I'm reviewing. Yeah, it's going to be a big one. So make sure you're there. Um, Join our discord. Handsome slash discord to hang out and talk to us and use our affiliate link. Handsome slash Amazon. Buy whatever you do on Amazon. You can buy the 50 gallon thing of lube or whatever, you know, whatever you're on, into, whatever you're into. Funny story. Uh, my sister-in-law was expecting an Amazon package, and she brought it in the house, opened it, and it was a bunch of lube, oh. <laughs> and uh, it was for the neighbor. It was the wrong, wrong nice. house. So how do you how do you do <laughs> give give that? Trying to seal know. it up as if you didn't open. I it. know this thing had your name on it, <laughs> right. and I accidentally opened it. Her husband said lube. just to seal it up, and then like at night, just go over and put it like on the porch, and yeah. then just just leave. Although yeah. they're probably calling Amazon. Somebody's <laughs> where's my, my lube? Yeah, stole my lube. <laughs> Yep. Yep. yep Sorry, right, yep. we'll send you a replacement. <laughs> they're good at that too. They will. Yeah. If you just will. call them and say I didn't get it, and they're like, okay, here, here's some more. Small thing before the end of the podcast. I returned a motherboard uh-huh. on B and H because the motherboard was broken. Yeah. And they returned it. They accepted the return. Yeah. But they made me pay to ship it back. That's yeah, pretty common. Happen. I hate that. Yeah. It's like you sent me the thing that's broken. Yeah. You should make MSI pay for the the broken motherboard the the shipping. Right. Yeah, you paid to get it shipped to yourself and then you had to pay to ship it back. Right. Yeah. So that was annoying. So that's $15. I'll never get back thanks to MSI. Jeff Bezos but at least you got to send it back, period. That's true. Cuz I've had it. many of those where you I didn't get to send it back. True. Yep. All right. Cool. That's it. So thanks everybody again. Yep. And we'll see you next week. Hobbs and Shaw.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. 